We're recording. We are recording. Yeah, yeah. I'm recording it now. Okay. Go ahead. Jesus, you should have told me sooner. <laughs> go ahead. Anyway, welcome to. Wait, I've seen it before. Wisep or episode four of ours. Telling you this is episode four. Because this is episode four. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, Unless you decide to release this after the. No, 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 no. We're gonna do this after episode four. Oh, okay. Uh, great. Yeah, I think it's good. Um, how are you doing, Ali? Uh, I'm doing great. I was doing great until I got reminded to watch this other next uh, episode subject. Yeah, but it's okay. It's okay. I mean, the world is coming to an end. I like the French film. I dislike oh the Guy Ritchie movie. Oh, you like French films, Ali? I like the a French film. Do you like Jean Luc Godard? Do you like Breathless? I do like Breathless. Actually, I do like Breathless. But it's because it's Truffaut's movie rather than Godard. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, he did work the movie. Yeah. Um, we'll do an episode on that then. <laughs> ah, okay. I, I'm sure it, it it might have gotten a remake or something. I'm uh, sure Breathless, I think there is probably at least adaptations of it. I I'm, I'm pretty sure there must be. Mm-hmm. If there is, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. An episode on it. If not, we can look. I don't want to. Let's look at another. We can look at two or four movie. We can look at a two or four movie. I agree. Between those three, I think I've said before, but Truffle yeah. is my favorite because um, yeah. his style was quite different from Good Eyes. Um, for me, it's two or four Shabrol. Then like Bresson. Uh, no, Bresson wasn't part of the new wave. I don't know. I always consider him part of it. He, was, he wasn't officially in the movement, though. It was Probably like, not, yeah. yeah. He, he wasn't, historically speaking, yeah. Because yeah. he was quite older than both of them, both Truffle and... Uh, Precisely. And you know. uh, he wasn't in the movement, as in officially. They were, they were friends, they, hang, they hung out, they did shit together. Yeah, that is true. But he didn't do any of that. And the thing is that it's like Iranian New Wave. The official ones are Kimiai... Tahvai and Mehjui, even though Ali Hotem was also making movies back then. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh. But we're not talking about those people. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about... Um, What's the director? Come on, go off. <laughs> this dude, Nicholas Bukrief, sorry. Yeah, uh, he is, I think, Russian-French. I'm not so oh, sure. so that's why I like him. <laughs> okay. He's not completely French. He's a French uh, screenwriter. Where was he born? Where were you? Oh my god. He no, he's completely French apparently. Oh my god. He just has a very Russian namey name. Yeah. Nicholas Bukhrif. Bukhrif. Or if, if if he was Persian, Bukhrif. Yeah. Um, anyways. <laughs> yeah, anyways. He made a movie in 2004 called Cash Truck. Uh, and that movie was remade just this year. Yeah. Uh, By none other than Guy Ritchie, of all people. Yeah, uh, and we're going to talk about those two movies. Um, And I mean, we just watched Between Two Ferns before we started recording. I wanted to say we could have named our podcast Between Two Movies. (laughs) Yeah, that's not a bad idea, but sometimes it might not be two movies. Yeah, that's uh, that's the problem. Probably in a future episode. Um, Yeah. Uh, oh, before we start, we were talking about this before I pushed the record button, but I wanted to keep it for the podcast. Go to Jean de Jordan's. Uh, he's in the movie, by the way, and he was in Lucky Luke. I'm sure of it. He was Lucky Luke, but I don't remember which version. Uh, 
Dalton. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's this one. It's not even Lucky Luke. It's the, it's the movie about the Daltons. Directed by Philip Heim. Um, I, I'm sure. Jordan. With a budget of 42 million bucks. Jesus. It is God one of damn. the most expensive non-English language films. It's even more than The Prophet made by Majid Majidi. Oh my God. <laughs> that masterpiece. So who's Till Schroeder is like Oh my Luch. god and who was Jean de Jardin? And Jean de Jardin was a cowboy. Okay. I have not seen this movie or at least maybe I've seen it I can't remember it. That's the thing. I I'm I saw a Lucky Luke movie, a live action one that I remember. I don't remember which one was it. We might have yeah. Maybe we'll talk about it in the yeah. future. We should do one on Asterix and Obelisk movies. Because one of them actually has uh, Alan Delon in it. Yeah, I know. The 2006 one, I yeah, think. Yeah, he's Caesar, I think. I was never into those books. I, not that I wasn't into those books. Let me, let me clarify. Wow. I just never got around to buying the books... Uh, because uh, I was so much up Tintin's ass back well, then. You uh, sold a Frenchman for another. Was Hergé French? Was uh, yeah, he... Uh, he was Belgian. Be- Belgian, uh, yeah. yeah. He wrote a French for Belgian. Ah, okay. Yeah. I I can give you a few of those books. I think I have them. Yeah, yeah they're easy to read. I'm I'm. If I you're a big them. fan. I'm a big fan. I'm a, I'm I'm a bigger fan of them than Tintin, to be yeah, honest. That's good. But it's because I always love. I they have a. Great game, by the way. Uh, Asterix, yeah, there were a couple of games. I yeah. think this one was like platformer and uh, beat 'em up kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's these. It's the video game uh, adaptation of the movie. I think I'm not so oh. sure. Well, it was fun. Anyways, back to Cash Truck and Wrath of Man. Wrath of um, Man. Oh, yeah. Which one do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about the original one, I guess. Yeah, because. Um, which Ali liked. Yeah, I In liked. case you didn't know, Ali is uh, mm. kind of really racist toward French people. Yeah. For no reason I'm a whatsoever. Franco, Franco-phobe. Franco-phobe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, because I think that if you like French people, you'll be Francophile. So the opposite of that is Francophobe. <laughs> I'm Francophobe. I really don't like French movies, to be honest. Uh, for me, they're usually... There are exceptions. Like, I, I like Jean-Pierre Jeunet. I like Luc Besson. Most... No, not mostly. A few times. The older ones. Not all of the older ones, either. I'm not a big fan of Nikita. I think that's his best movie. Like, he, his career trajectory went... <laughs> downward. I think Leon was his best movie. But because I... That one is more... British, I think. Uh, Fifth Element yeah, sure. is like his last good movie to me. Because after that, I don't remember I liked any of his movies. I didn't like Lucy. I didn't like uh, Valerian. And his most recent movie was Red... No, it wasn't Red Sparrow. It was Red else. Notice? No, no, <laughs> it wasn't Red Notice either. Let me Red Sparrow was... It the... was a classic person joint. Uh, it was about this... Um, by the way, spy lady who tries to infiltrate Russian shit and whatnot. Uh, oh, uh, I can't remember the name. Red Sparrow was a movie with Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence and, and Jeremy Irons. 
I I did not even know that because I haven't seen that movie oh. to be fair. The only reason I watched it was because <laughs> it has Jeremy Irons. Anna. Anna, I don't remember this at yeah, all. Yeah, I watched this. Uh, mm-hmm. Not yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Go to his, go to his filmography. I'm sorry. I just want to see what else he had done ever since. Uh, like, he made uh, Fifth Element in uh, 1997. Oh my god, Fifth Element is as old as we are. As old as you. I'm ah, yeah. a little bit old. <laughs> he it's... made a Joan of Arc movie. Oh, I remember that. That which, one has Dustin Hoffman in it. Yeah, I do remember that too. He made Angel A, which I haven't seen. And uh, not good. Arthur and the Invisibles was okay. I mean, it's the same thing as uh, who was the guy who did uh, George Miller did Happy Feet. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Sure. I know you're having fun, but you know, I've seen this one. And the sequel. Revenge of the... Yeah, I, I've seen both of them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there was a third one. Just oh my um, god, I don't even know what this is. The extra the, the extraordinary adventures of Adele Blancsay. I haven't seen that one. I should. Uh, apparently, it's good because it's got a really good score. Oh okay, we'll check this out. Um, then there is the lady which I've seen. I did not I have like. Michelle Yeoh. Uh, the family. I've seen. I remember this. It it was supposed to be De Niro's big comeback. It wasn't De Niro's. Big no, comeback, no, was it? that wasn't until two thousand and nineteen. Ah, Lucy. And Lucy was a shit show in yeah. itself. We should do one on Lucy and Limitless. Speaking of, why? Uh, they both have the same premise. There's a pill that opens up like one hundred percent of your brain. This kind of a stupid concept. Yeah, 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 maybe. Anyways, back to cash. <laughs> we have veered very far. It's, it's hard. Okay, to... let's let's first of all take a break. I think. Yeah. And then Why do when we, we come have back, cake. yeah, let's tell them because yeah, it's you're gonna hear me chew a lot. So, uh, if you want, grab yeah, a cake from your local yeah, cake actually, store. Really, really good cake, by the way. You're welcome. It's homemade. My mom made. Yeah, it. That's great. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyways, uh, let's take a break and we'll be back. Okay, <clears throat> now that we are back, <laughs> let's talk about Cash Truck. And um, I just remember something. What did you remember? Since you edit this, uh, sort of uh, behind the scene, you're gonna have to put a French dialogue between these two, these breaks, huh? Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I have to think about it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm, go- I don't know what I'm going to do with these uh, foreign movies. I oh, okay. Anyways, uh, 
It's so Cash Trick is a 2004 French action thriller by Nicolas Boucrief. It wasn't his first film. Um, yeah, he doesn't it's... have many other important films, as far as I'm concerned. I don't think even Cash Truck is an quote-unquote important film. I, I guess not. <laughs> I mean, except for the fact that it was remade. Yeah, it was remade for Wrath of Man. So I don't think if I even heard of it, if it wasn't for Wrath of Man. Yeah, probably. And that's kind of sad because it's, it's actually a really good movie. I'm not gonna spoil the story. I don't think. Uh, it's it's about a guy going through a traumatic experience and then going to get revenge on the people who put him to that traumatic experience. The movie is shot like a documentary. It's shot like an office drama. Yeah, it's very devoid of color and um, action. It's, it doesn't style have and action. Yeah, I, which I think works incredibly great. The main character Alexander. Um, Demar. Demar. It, he's not an action hero. Like, he, he does have kind of a, a fit body. Yeah, he in, is kind of fit. In he's contrast not... to um, Wrath of the Man. Wrath of Man. Statham. Jason, Jason Statham. Statham's character. Let me see. Uh, Patrick. H. Hill. Just, yeah, H, H. Whatever. Um, he's a normal. We don't even particularly know what he was doing before I, the. I think banking. It, it had something, something alongside banking or finance. stock, yeah, finances, yeah. I don't know, it, it's not particularly important. <laughs> was a financier. Yeah. Pick off his career. That looks pretty rank. Well, it rank. it's a bank cashier. Oh, I'm so sorry yeah. about that. I should, I should uh, silence my phone. Do that too. I, I completely forgot to do this. It's all right. Anyways, um, I think... Uh, we should do a premise of kind of because we've done uh, done it oh before. yeah um, um i mean there is the cash trucks for those of you who don't know are these big armor trucks that uh, deliver cash deliver cash and they are incredibly hard to rob basically that's the idea behind them yeah uh and the story is that one of these gets robbed and in the aftermath of that robbery um, in both versions, an uh, innocent person dies, and another one survives. And that the one that survives goes into that cash drug company that operates those cash drugs, trying to figure out what happened and who robbed them. Now, this is where the two stories kind of diverge, I think, because in the original, there isn't no vendetta or anything. He just wants to know who did it. So it's like he's going in with the idea of finding the guy on the inside. Yeah. He doesn't know there is a guy on the inside. He just hopes that he gets robbed by the same people. And it's kind of weird. He gets robbed uh, by the same It sort of is an afterthought that, oh, there is a guy on the inside, which is, I'm not going to say who it is. No. Uh, which is actually a positive, I think. Uh, so both of us, I think... We watched Wrath of Man first and then yeah, Cash Track. Yeah. Um, the thing that re- works really well with Cash Track is just as Ali said, uh, the fact that it's not an action movie. It's a thriller. It's a suspenseful movie. Uh, like, we knew there was, based on Wrath of Man, we knew there was going to be Inside Man, but yeah. we didn't know who it was going to be. Um, and I w- unlike Wrath of Man, Wrath of Man kind of 
gave it away. Yeah, it telegraphs it quite yeah. clearly <laughs> in many points during the film. Yeah, but uh, this one actually you have because you have no idea who the robbers are. Um, it's not again. It's not a personal vendetta story, which I love. It's not like oh, I'm gonna get these people and I'm just act. The fucking guy I'm suffering has a condition of seizure. Yeah, he has seizures. Yeah, in the in the ca- we're talking about cash truck here, by yeah, the way. Yeah, He has seizure. He's not physically fit. He gets shot a couple of times. And spoiler alert: at the end of the movie, he fucking dies. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes it kind of interesting to me, which is something. This is kind of hard to do. This movie, in uh, contrast to Suicide Squad, Green Knight, and uh, Dune, which we did. Because a lot of the good things about Cash Truck becomes apparent when you compare it to Wrath of Man. Like, the movie itself is good, but it gets better when you sort of realize what could have been, which thankfully wasn't. It's a. I know French movies are not easy to watch, believe me, I do. But give this one a chance, I think. Like, I. I it's really good. I can't. I can't say there is nothing more I think I can say the action is actually very subdued how many action scenes did we have I think there are three at most no two there is one at the end yeah and then there is the one at the middle when they first get robbed and the poor guy dies the uh, burnout guy shoots a kid in the chest yeah which that one was. By the way, unlike Wrath of Man, in Cash Truck, bullets hurt. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like, when people get shot, you kind of realize, oh my god, this shit hurts. And they actually die. Because Wrath of Man at some point gets so over the top, and I'm like, okay, fuck. At this point, you're not making a movie. You're making a parody of a movie. Um, yeah. So... I'm but, sorry, I, I, I kind of just plowed through the conversation here, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, I think you made most of the points that um, make Cash Truck a good movie. You've said most of them. Um, <laughs> I think I'm one sorry. of the things that I really liked besides the direction, which was pretty well done, again... It's a very uh, suspenseful movie. It has a lot of great moments. Yeah. Both uh, script-wise, by that I mean they're both written when uh, written well and directed well. Like yeah. there is a particular scene that I really enjoy is the party scene, the Christmas scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where with, the mommy guy sort of does that thing yeah does that thing <laughs> uh, it's, it's for, for those of you who have seen the movie if you the mommy guy is actually the one uh, which in French is M-O-M-I-E because I kind of I was like who the fuck is that guy because in the Wikipedia they have the English name yeah yeah and I really liked I think there is a bit of underdevelopment like um the maid in the hotel is kind of like, kind of feels like a filler at times, like, you know. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. But besides that, I I don't think this movie is, you know, has that many problems. 
Me too. It. I agree with you that it is underdeveloped. I don't think it's a character-driven movie, though. It's like, yeah, you just have to realize this is a father who had lost a child yeah, and that is, is very fair. fucking angry. Yeah, that is fair. Um, again, I, I keep comparing it to Half of Man, which, oh my God, we'll get to Half of Man. But Another thing that I really liked were the performances. Oh, um, yeah. Especially the main uh, actor, Albert Dupontel, which... He, he's apparently a director, too. Yeah. Uh, I have... I thought I have seen other movies from him. I had not. Uh, but he's really good. He... Yeah. Uh, he, he does a thing which I kind of wish, again, Wrath of Man did. He's very believable. He laughs. He smiles. He... He falls over. He's a schlubby guy. He doesn't look like, well, Jason Statham. <laughs> he looks like this everyday guy. And he isn't the baddest, to yeah. put it simply. Like, there's this great scene, again, a lot of great scenes in this movie, yeah. uh, where he, after dropping off some cash at a local drugstore, I think, uh, a very small dog kind of, you know, woofs at him and he pulls out his gun and tries to shoot him and everyone's trying to subdue him and he's like, chill out, dude. <laughs> uh, just shows how good um, he has portrayed it on, you know, uh, on the brink of collapsing. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, then there's, uh, you know... Uh, I mean, the nanny scene, I think, is mostly because the actress who played the maid was actually very beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna bring the horny bit a little bit up. There's, because... there's also one like in Both 10 seconds, no, no, oh. in 10 seconds, the movie has one extremely racist and one extremely sexist joke. Yeah. <laughs> And it's kind of funny it's considering both it's Islamophobic a... and homophobic yeah, and sexist. It was really funny. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know, that right after each other it was really funny. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. That that great movie overall. And uh, to be honest, the only problem I have with it on top of the stuff that we talked about is that I don't think I'm gonna go back to it very much because it didn't, it wasn't extraordinary. It was just a good movie. It was very well done. I think it would have been in other circumstances, maybe. I don't know. I I don't know the trajectory of uh, Mr. Bullcreef's career, but in other circumstances, these kind of movies actually launch you to stardom. Yeah. They lead to bigger better movies um if he was american i think he would have made the next marvel movie at this point <laughs> yeah probably if if he had made cash truck instead of 2004 in like 2009 he would have replaced kenneth Branagh for the first tour movie <laughs> it is i don't know it is possible like yeah. um i haven't seen again we haven't seen his other movies the most important one was made in france which, if you didn't know, this movie had a troubled history because of the terrorist attacks in oh. <laughs> yeah, 2015. It was just really straight to I mean, VOD. You haven't seen his other movies? Uh, no. He was a producer <laughs> on Silent Hill. He was a writer on Silent Hill. He was a writer on Silent Hill. He was... Oh, yeah, he was a writer and consulting producer for the best movie. It's, it's not that bad. 
It's not it's good, not good but either. it's not that bad either. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I do recommend Cashter. I think you're recommended too, if I'm not speaking for you. Yeah, I do recommend it. It's one hour and a half too. Like, it's not yeah. overly long. Again, bringing back to Wrath of Man, which is around two hours. Yeah. It does drag feel. on a lot. Yeah. Um, don't expect an action movie. Don't expect a Die Hard. You know, go yeah. into it with the frame of mind of, like, I don't know, um, something a really French sim- movie. <laughs> It's it's. I think the best uh, thing I can say about it. It's an office drama, uh, with guns. Yeah, that's a good. If if it's if it's the Steve Carroll office instead of paper, they were the uh, cash drug company and they had guns. Yeah, that's fair. You even have the Rain Wilson character, which is Bernard, I think, the asshole who everyone hates. Um, so yeah, both of us recommend it, yeah. uh, and watch it. And we should take a break and come back with Wrath of Man. This is going to be a short episode, I think. Three of us and take the money anyway. Dave, you just worry about putting your arsehole back in your arsehole and leave this to me. This guy's fucking around. He's throwing bags on the floor. God fucking damn it. Now listen up, fuck boy. I said throw the money in the fucking flatbed. Try to get clever again, and old boy is getting a face full of shit. Just do what he says. These guys are fucking serious. Get in the truck next time, you fuck nut. Sorry, pal. And we're back. We're back. Wrath of Man. Back where? Back to the Wrath of Man. Okay, uh, yeah. that was corny. I, I, you should have said it's returned and then so it's the return of the Mac. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Wrath of Man actually, uh, wasn't there a John Steinbeck book that had Wrath in it? Uh, Grapes of Grapes Wrath. Grapes of Wrath, yeah. yeah. I don't know why it's... The name reminds me of that. Um, um, it's... Wrath is a kind of... It has a good name, by the way. Wrath of Man is a great name for a movie that is less than... Stellar. Stellar. First of all, let's... Uh, because this will be a bit longer than... Um, Cash truck. Yeah. Uh, let's we have history put... with this director because yeah. we don't have history with uh, Nicolas Guy. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about Guy Ritchie? I love him when he does good and I hate him when he does bad. Like two of his movies are in my top 100 movies of all time, which is Snatch and Sherlock Holmes. I love Luckstock and Two Smoking Barrels. I even love Revolver. I even like Rock and Roll. My first movie uh, actually with him was Rock and Roll. Rock and Roll is a great movie. I see Rock and Roll sort of as a diet snatch, so I was like, yeah, it's good, but snatch was better. I get it, yeah. Um, you know, I remember, go, uh, you know, we are in Iran and we buy DVDs completely legally from very uh, respectable stores, France. Yeah, and the dude was 
like holy shit this movie was so awesome the action was great and I was like yeah let's watch it and the, you know the plot isn't exactly as straightforward as it is supposed to be of course not and I'm like okay this is actually kind of fun but kind of confusing too that that's one of the stuff about his movies like they are needlessly confusing even snatch it's like at some point you have to realize okay where does a diamond come into play with brick top the british uh, glasses guy yeah 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 and i'm like but that's what makes him fun because he gets to have fun with the stories um he has done a bunch of bad movies too like Aladdin, arthur Laugh of I, I, I haven't watched Aladdin to be fair. Um, I have. I have. I, I'm not gonna watch it. You just show me you that. Uh, that what was the song you showed me? Prince Ali. Yeah. Fabulous. He. I just watched Ali it. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. I don't. I nah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and, and let's see. But so the. I mean, I mean let's let's, let's talk about the fact that what makes this movie sort of exciting for a lot of people because his last movie was very good, The Gentleman. Yeah, it was a return to form, some might say. Yeah, and not, not, not only we had him return to form in The Gentleman, he had returned to actors because this is the first movie with uh, Jason Statham, I think since uh, either Revolver or... I think Revolver, can you... Yeah. a little bit it says in the it's a revolver yeah 2006 so it's been like 14 years since these 16 do because it's 2005 oh yeah and now we're in 2021 what? I, I'm and your math is quite shit yeah Fuck I'm you. sorry but it is <laughs> well I, I studied art if I <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is uh, it was exciting I'm not gonna lie, when I heard about it, I was very excited. Oh my god, Guy Ritchie and Jason Statham back together? We're gonna have another snatch. Uh, nope. <laughs> to be fair, so, um, Wrath of Man isn't exactly an adaptation, as the Wikipedia Wikipedia page says. It is loosely based on the, uh, on Cash Rack. By that, we mean, they just pulled the story. Yeah. But they change the characters, the structure of the story, and... Um, Almost everything is changed. Yeah, besides, again, the synopsis, basically. Yeah. The plot. It is a cash truck. It is someone... Trying to uh, get revenge. And it is someone on the inside. These are all the changes. The, the same thing. The same things, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, the changes are massive. To be honest, I think everything they changed made it worse. <laughs> I think I'm on paper there is some merit to what we was trying to do. So, um, first of all, this movie isn't told in a linear structure. Uh, like, I can't remember the last... Uh, Guy Ritchie usually tries to do this, but not as convoluted as like this. At, yeah, at least he, I can't he, remember he, something like this. He jumps... Basically, it's like five times you start the story from the beginning and they all come to a point at the end. It's kind of ambitious, but it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I, I mean, to be honest, the structure does work. I think the biggest problem with this movie is that it is a serious action movie and it shouldn't be. Because for a serious action movie, 
doing a lot of these things and then trying to pass it off as no no this is just cool action stuff it doesn't work because okay if it's just cool action stuff you shouldn't be this convoluted if it's supposed to be this convoluted you need to do more with it it i think that's the problem this is a movie that doesn't know what it wants to do yeah i guess so for but, me by the way the only, when when the most exciting scene of your movie is jason statham telling to post malone to suck his own dick <laughs> you're doing something wrong um where do we start let's start with i mean let's uh, start with jason's scene now no, before, before we go there what are your thoughts on guy richie again i like him i uh it, he's not I don't think he's the best action maker out there, but he is good at what he does. I wish he wasn't so, I don't know. He wasn't so visual driven, I guess. In some part of some movies like King Arthur is so bad in that regard. Like yeah. it it completely throws away the characters. I mean, just focuses on doing something like Lord of the Rings which I mean do, do you expect a good flat. story about King Arthur oh wait let's plug our last episode so going <laughs> so going watch the green now. you know I started a playthrough of Divinity Original Sin 2 and I named my character going so <laughs> stay tuned for more adventures yeah anyways um, let's talk about Jason Statham I don't think the problem is Guy Ritchie in particular I think the problem is, at least, I don't know, did he write this? Like, he w- wrote this movie with three uh, two other people. Including the guy who, I think, wrote the original movie, right? No. No? Because the original movie wrote, was wrote by Bukriff himself. Oh, okay. Uh, well. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, I think, so, uh, one of the biggest problems, I think, with this movie is Statham, which... Is again Jason Statham. I mean, come on, man. Show us something else. <laughs> um, to be fair to Mr. Statham, Guy Ritchie has worked him good before. So I'm kind of thinking it's a shared blame. Like, I know Statham is being a Statham. Like, I'm the action, cool action guy. Yeah. But it's like, Ritchie, you, you. Remember when the Statham used to be funny <laughs> in Snatch? That was many, many movies ago. Like that, I haven't seen a role that is. Hobbs and Shaw. You're funny in there. He he has his quips. Some of them work, some of them don't. But yeah. like besides that, I don't know. I can't think of any movie that Jason Statham wasn't a cold-hearted, you know, assassin who basically. Fucked every woman on the planet and then yeah. killed every man. Uh, and this ca- just continues on that trend. Yeah, and I, I see think what you mean. the cast around him, uh, Holt McCallany, who uh, is a star on Mindhunter too. I don't know if you've seen. That I've show. seen Mindhunter. Yeah. Yes, Holt McCallany is the is bullets right in the Wrath of Man. Uh, yeah, you know the uh, spoiler the, the traitor. traitor. Yeah, the bullet. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you've have uh, Josh Harnett, Josh Harnett, Jeffrey Donovan, Scotty Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, <laughs> we need to talk about Scott Eastwood 
because he has all the acting prowess of his father, and that is not a compliment. <laughs> all the wrong oh acting prowess. Come on. Killing isn't, isn't a good actor. He's he a, has good parts. He, he has good parts, but... Maybe not recently, but he was good in, like, Million Dollar Baby and Unforget... Like, he played the old man role very well. Because he got old. <laughs> because he got old. <laughs> I kind of uh, remember this quote by Clint Eastwood. He was talking about De Niro. He, was, he would always say, Wow, working with De Niro is so great. I'm working with an actor. <laughs> and he used to say this about Eastwood. He said Clint Eastwood, as an actor, has two expressions. With hat and without hat. And so, yeah, when he got old, he could play the old guy. Scott Eastwood is really bad in this movie. Scott Eastwood has been bad in every movie I've yeah, seen. Yeah, he, he has a shitty western called Diablo, which I don't recommend anyone check out. I've heard, I've seen the trailer, I haven't watched the movie. It's really bad. It's really bad. But, yeah, Scott Eastwood is... The only thing he has that is going for him is his eyes. Which is the same shit that would go for his dad. And also his, you know, his name. Yeah, his... Yeah, his he has an and in the movie. Hmm? His and is Scott Eastwood. And so it's like, wow, really? Andy Garcia is in your movie. And Scott Eastwood gets the and. I mean, Andy Garcia has fallen off the grace, I know. Um, he used to be in Godfather Part 3. No, no, that's no, okay. He used to be in Untouchables. Used to be in Ocean's Eleven. He was yeah the bad guy in Ocean's Eleven. But I think again uh, we were talking about um, the cast. Yeah, the cast is one of the biggest problems with this movie. It it's very unbalanced. Some of them are good. Some of them are not good. In contrast to Cash Strike, which all of them are were very yeah. good. Um, John Dujardin, by the way, he was really good in that movie too. I yeah. forgot. And one of the things I liked about Cash Track, which this movie doesn't have much, is that Cash Track did have a lot of character in spite of being a relatively yeah. small budget movie. Like, one of the things that I liked about that movie was the ending credit. <laughs> it was real funny and well done. In Wrath of Man, everything is so serious and so devoid of heart and not... Um, okay. This I'm... isn't a... This is a good place for me to sort of interject here. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, it's okay. This is a thing I like about Guy Ritchie, is that look at all of his, all of his good movies: Revolver, Watch and Roller, Snatch, Lock, Stock, Two, Smoking Barrels, Sherlock. Sherlock Holmes, yeah, uh, and even The Gentleman. Yeah, even yeah. they're all funny movies. Yeah, they have a lot of good jokes, some yeah. bad jokes. Even, yeah, I mean, but the bad jokes are even good too. Most of them land. Yeah, um, and so it's like. Um, when he tries to do a serious action movie, I think he loses a lot of uh, heart, as you said. Because without the humor, his style doesn't really work. No, it's very, it becomes very drab and boring. Like, exactly. let me just check another movie of his I have in my mind. I can't remember the name, though. Um, uh, it should go to film Markov. By the way, Guy Ritchie used to be married to Madonna. That's another. Th- that's a really hard marriage, if I'm honest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he did the man from Uncle, which I didn't like. I mean, that movie even uh, that movie had jokes, but eh. yeah. Like, okay, for example, something like uh, I don't know what to say. 
the funny thing is he did Aladdin and Gentleman in the same year so it's like okay I can't see which movie he he did more it was his uh, last duel and uh, uh, House of Gucci House of Gucci <laughs> We should do one on House like, of We okay. will do one on House so, of Gucci. For example, A Game of Shadows was trying to be more serious and thus it was like less successful. Yeah. Uh, that was what I was actually thinking about. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Maybe he isn't just made for that kind of stuff. I think he, he shouldn't do serious action movie. He, because, okay, to be honest, I love Quentin Tarantino. I'm saying this because I think their style are kind of comfortable yeah, uh, the, you can sort of see the influence they even if guy which isn't exactly copying quentin tarantino i think they come from the same school of mind like yeah violence is fun actions is fun i like quentin tarantino i would hate to see quentin tarantino do apocalypse now i mean he probably can't <laughs> yeah uh, he can't spend three years on a <laughs> movie in the jungle but uh, you know what i mean like yeah yeah um uh, the, I don't know. Uh, how do you think it would have worked? This is actually kind of uh, foreshadowing for our next episode, by the way. But <laughs> if you wanted to choose a director and you were like, okay, we have this successful French movie that we've got the rights to, so uh, who are going to give it so we can remake it? Well, for Cash Truck, I would go with someone who is more down to earth. If I it if it was me, and considering the um, structure this story had, I would have gone with Inaritu. I mean, it would work. He, yeah, he would have made a good movie, I believe, because his seriousness. Uh, just look at something like I don't know, Amaris Peros or Bible. Yeah, it would have. Re- he would have nailed. I think. I'm. I'm with you. I'm completely with well. you. I would have gone with, uh, uh, why did I forget his name? The guy who did Logan. James Mangold. James Mangold. Because Mangold has a sort of very down-to-earth style when he wants to have. Like in, when he wants that. That's him. Yeah, yeah. Because Logan doesn't really have it. But Copland uh, really is down-to-earth, I think. Yeah. So I think that he would, he'd have, he would have been a good choice. I think I would have given it to Guy Ritchie. I wouldn't have given it to Quentin Tarantino. I wouldn't have given it to Robert Rodriguez. Like these people, these ultra postmodernist douchebags, they need to have fun, I think. And if you take away the fun from them, you're gonna end up with something really bad. The same thing not even with bad, Robert just... Rodriguez and Alita Battle Angel. I, I haven't seen that movie oh. Well, yeah, I'm sure you heard about it, but the thing is, uh, I think the reason that movie kind of sucks, <laughs> it's not a bad movie. But, you know, it's Robert Rodriguez not being able to be Robert Rodriguez. So it's like, why would you bring these stylized guys? This also works for our next episode. Why would you bring these highly stylized guys, giving them a movie that has a style already, and tell them to dumb it down as much as they can? Um, In the case of this episode and mm-hmm. cash dragging wrath of man i think it's not it's actually the opposite like if imagine uh, if i imagine i was a hollywood producer i watched this movie and it was like 
Mm, I don't know. It feels kind of low key uh, and you know, just not enough this, yeah. bang to it. So let's give it to Guy Ritchie because he is the definition of bang in some cases, many yeah. cases, some might suggest. Um, and that is at least the, uh, you know, the line of thinking. Yeah. The line of thinking I thought about. But uh, you know, j- just no humor, no soul. Like I genuinely didn't care about yeah. H H's son dying, and I was like, yeah, okay, who cares? Me either. There are good thing is I'm kind of excited for his next movie. Yeah, actually, the poster came out. I don't know if the trailer came out too. If it has, I haven't seen it. I've seen I've seen the poster. And I've read a little bit about what it's gonna be about. But first of all, it has a statum again, but it looks fun. Yeah, it does look fun. It has Aubrey Plaza in it. Yeah, which she's like great. It. And it's about spies and all of that. I know once when he did spies, the man from Uncle wasn't really good. But I think that is also a problem with the Maybe the summit will be different. Yeah, maybe we are like we are like we are like those uh, housewives that get beaten by their husband and like <laughs> doesn't mean that you know the thing with the man from uncle was i think the uh, the part that everyone was let down by was actually the cast like it had army hammer and henry cavill and both of those people are not good actors especially henry cavill i don't know how he got his reputation i think he's uh, he's a cool dude he's a gamer he's whatever. A hot dude that's the reason he got his reputation. he's not a good actor guys I haven't seen Witcher to be fair. Maybe he's good in that, but I haven't all, all the other stuff that I've seen from him, he just wasn't he good in Enola Holmes as Sherlock Holmes. I I, I love that joke. It's a we found the Nolan code. It says you either live long enough to die a hero, or no, you either die a hero, <laughs> or you live long enough to see yourself become Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, he's, he's just not, he was actually the worst part of the most recent Mission Impossible 2. Oh, but he had a million dollar mustache. Oh, that <laughs> million dollar mustache. We should do one on Justice League at some point. Stop it, man. We should. Wait. You, you, know, you, know, you know, it's like that frog thing, you know? You're going to have to eat it at some point. Is it a chocolate frog? Uh, no, but, it's, it's, it's a regular frog. God damn it. And it's alive. Oh, no. And it's voiced by John Cleese. <laughs> okay, I like that. <laughs> now that I think about it. That's, that's for all of you Shrek fans out there. Okay, so... Yeah, that I think that's it. I don't really have yeah, much of a short to say. episode. Okay. Yeah. It is a short episode. Yeah, 45 minutes. Wrath of Man, do you suggest? Uh, if you want to see it... You won't lose... I mean, it's very boring. I wouldn't ask you to go and see it, but if you want to see it, you already have it in your position, you want to go ahead and see it, just watch Cash Truck after it. Or before it. I don't think it's worth it, if I'm honest. Like, there are better movies with the same premise. There are better movies with the same structure. There are better movies with even the same cast. Yeah. So, uh, there are better movies with the same fucking synopsis. So, you know, if uh, I think it's going to be a forgettable movie. I agree. It did sell really well. 
from what I saw. Like again, um, let me check. I can, I can understand why in the COVID days because this movie came out in spring. Yeah, it sold a hundred million. It's quite good. I can understand why because to yeah. be honest, if I was in a respectable buying movies community, I would have paid for this movie because it's Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie did a good movie, so he has a bit of goodwill back. And it's Jason Statham and Guy Ritchie back together. Again, in my head, we could have had a snatch. But we didn't. But we didn't. That's okay. Yeah. Shame on you. No. To be honest, okay, this is a bit of a teaser for the next one, which we're going to record after this. As much as I don't like Wrath of Man, I think from Cash Truck to Wrath of Man was a reasonable downgrade. But our next movie is gonna be such a huge drop that I'm sort of like, I think I'm going too easy on this movie because I know what is in the horizon. And I'm like, I was gonna say, well, why did you do it, guy? And then I went, yeah, Spike did it too. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, because we finally did decide to put it on YouTube. This is like the first episode we did. At, we did a bunch at yeah. first without editing it, uh, but now we're publishing it. Yeah. And um, please like, comment, subscribe, and share. share it to your friends. If you're on Spotify, if you're on Anchor, mm-hmm. you can send us a message, obviously. Yeah. And yeah, tell us what you think. Um, we'll see you next time or here you'll hear from us next time you'll see us next time I don't know if you see the Seth Meyers corrections <laughs> it's it's a whole thing there see me next week <laughs> okay bye